does not do to leave a live dragon out of your calculations if you live near him. J.R.R. Tolkien Welcome to the 16th episode of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planetverse. I am your co-host today, Karina Tovmasyan, and with me is the illustrious... Carrie Harling. Hi, Carrie. Hi, how are you? I am doing well. I am so pleased to have you on our show today. Oh, I'm tickled you guys asked. Tickled! <laughs> We do lots of tickling here, and we will do more of the planner tickling now that you're here. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Today's episode is called Planners for Those of Us Who Actually Can't Live Without Planning. Truly. And my God, Carrie, you are one of those people. Is it not so? It is so. It is so. I. It's a good thing that I've always been a planner person. That's If I've learned anything else, it's a good thing that it's something that comes natural to me because otherwise I would be losing children everywhere. And, <laughs> and you've got what? 74 of them, right? I, I, yes, 74. Running amok. The last time I counted was 74. <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like it, especially May. May is the month that tried to kill me, so... It oh, no. definitely felt like 74 of them. Good thing we're in June. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's like I could breathe again. <laughs> so how how long have you been planning? You say you've been planning for most of your life. When When is the first uh, memory that you have of your planner? Oh, goodness. I was one of those little kids who always, we had a little, oh gosh, I'm old. We had a dime store in the little town I grew up in called Ben Franklin, and they had a tiny little stationary section. And if we got to pick anything, that was where I would go. So I was probably five or six ah, and I would the, go big some kind of little notepad you know and I always had a little list of my stuffed animals names and things oh. that I wanted to write about over the summer and books I wanted to read and I've just always been a paper person like for as long as I can remember so um I I've always kind of been a paper planner person until I got my first iPad I did try to do digitally and I I Totally agree with what I've heard you say in several episodes, which is it, it, digital is great to yep. supplement. <laughs> I can't, I can't plan digitally. My brain doesn't, doesn't. You notice do that. how the um, digitally, if you look at the apps that just come out, there seems to be a new uh, getting things done app or a list app or a plan your life app that comes out almost every week. And sure enough, people buy into it. And sure enough, there's another one that comes up the week after. And that's why it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I spent a year work. trying to find an app that would mimic a paper planner. I wanted tabs and I wanted to be able to write on my screen. And it's like, right. well, why not just use the paper planner? <laughs> it makes more sense, doesn't it? Right. So the right. iPad is for other things now. <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. And I know that um, you manage an entire household of, of quite a few people. What is what is the biggest um, tip that you could give us as far as how do you handle it? How do you handle scheduling other people's lives? I have tried to do my best as they have grown up to teach them that we all have to communicate. Mm -hmm. And part of that, a lot of times for me, at least communicating between what they need and what my brain needs is we have to write stuff down. I, I have to have things written down. 
several of them are now the same way. Okay, good. So they, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. So they know, like, if you want me to remember to get your deodorant at the store when I go tomorrow or whatever, that like, you need a check for band sent to school, you better put it on a post-it note and stick it in that planner for me because I will, I will not remember. I hear you and I'm listening and 30 <laughs> seconds from now, it's going to be gone because somebody else is going to be telling me something they want or need. So that's kind of been my biggest thing is we all have to communicate with each other and you have to leave me a note. That's just me. You have to. And it's like, it feels so bad when I forget things because I do, if they don't write it down, I, I will lose something easily, easily. And then you feel kind of bad. I, I really oh, right. was listening to you, I swear. <laughs> well, how old is your oldest uh, children? I mean, not your husband. Right? <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is your oldest? He is kind of the biggest kid, but he would totally take that as a compliment. So yeah. I don't mean that in a negatory way. The Neither did I. oldest is 19. 19. And yes. so does he do any of his planning on his own now? Yes. Yes, they do. Most of them do. Um, okay. The school has been really, really good for that. Okay. Um, between, you know, I, I've never had to really limit as far as extracurriculars go. Like, listen, one one thing, you know, one sport Pick one. or one. You know, and like it. Because there are many of you. <laughs> Especially with Mike traveling. It's like for a while there, I was the only one driving. Nobody else was old enough to drive and yeah. Mike was traveling. So it was like, it was out of necessity kind of. Generally, they're all like that. They'll pick one thing. Um, so they've, they've gotten pretty good between managing school projects and like marching band season can be a nightmare, you know, just busy, busy, busy. And I, I want to make sure that they grow up understanding that there is a massive difference, like that article that you had posted on Facebook the other day, between busy and productive. Right. And that's huge to me. If you're being busy, you're wasting time. I, that's just all there is to it. You've got to be productive in some portion of the, the busyness. So for the most part, like planning homework, watching their schedule for, okay, we have a marching band performance and my science project is due in two weeks. And you know, I've tried to walk each of them through those big book projects or science projects to break things down. Because that's just something I always did. I don't know why. It's just a wiring thing. But not everybody's wired like that, you know? Correct. So, uh, for example, I've had to learn this. This did not come easy for me. But I realized that I was in a complete mess when um, I started forgetting appointments. I thought I could rely on something. I didn't have everything in one place. Sort of jotted down on random pieces of paper. And it occurred to me that, wait a minute, this is just a big mess. It needs yeah, to be collected, collected somewhere. Yep, that's Mike. That's Mike through and through. He's the <laughs> king of the post-it note. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! So so ideally, it would be nice if everybody was um, literally and figuratively on the same page as far as <laughs> as planning goes. But you can't always get your family to want to plan or think the way that you do. Yep. And so the most you can ask for then is to allow them to at least understand how you need to process items and give you items that they need in the in the format that you process it. So that's a, that's an excellent tip, I yep, think. Exactly. I, I, if the, the most that I could ask them to do is grab a post-it and stick it on my daily page or right. grab a post-it and we have a, an Agendio planner that's a, a week on two pages that has everybody's stuff. So now instead of them, you know, if I'm in the middle of doing something in my planner, I don't necessarily want them flipping through it. So they'll stick a post-it note in that Agendio spread for me. Just slap it on this week somewhere. I won't miss it. Like that's the most work I'll ask you to do so that I don't forget your deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, uh, I'm curious, do you color code with all these people running amok? I do. Um, and that's something else that's a wiring thing. I don't, things have always had colors to me. Like letters do, numbers do. I have no clue why. It's a little weird. <laughs> me too. I <laughs> know. know. I no idea why, but that's how it classes works. Classes in school each had their own color. It just, I don't know why. So I do, I color code to keep my stuff separate from their stuff in my planner. Um, in, in the planner that is mine, I, I try to limit that to these are my things. This is my stuff, which of course includes, I have to pick Hunter up from band practice, or I have to pick Hunter up from tennis or whatever the case may be. And the younger ones who don't drive yet, I either need to coordinate a ride or I need to be there. So, <laughs> so I do, I, I have little, um, semicolon page flags for each kid. And then each kid has a color okay. just because then I can lay everything out on like a, a vertical weekly spread and I can see where those overlaps occur. Um, because that's where we'll run into trouble with so many people. If Mike is mm -hmm. on the road with the hockey team, well, okay, there's one driver down, you know? <laughs> Right. If the other ones are at school, the older ones are at school, that's another driver down, depending on how late they have classes. Have you considered training the younger ones to start driving at this age? I don't <laughs> don't think I haven't thought about they it. They can double up. <laughs> one can work the pedals. The other one works the steering. Exactly. It'll be great. I would never see them again. They would just be gone. <laughs> the van so, would uh, so it seems like uh, you're running from place to place, and but you're also getting work done. And so what would be... How do you do that? How do you get your work to come along with you? I do a very a routine. Again, something I've done for years. It's what you lovely woman, you call it planner planning. And I love it. <laughs> yes. It's not my words. It's Lindsay Jones's words. Oh, I've stolen it from well, her. Well, but, but it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It, that's what it is. I. It's not anything that takes a ton of time. I just need... How much time does it take? Oh, I probably spend full on figuring out projects for the week, the where the kids are for the week, the grocery list for the week, 15, 20 minutes a week, maybe. That's not bad maybe. at all. It's, it's really not. And sometimes, honestly, I do have to do it. It's kind of like Steve was talking about. I think it was episode 14. He said that <clears throat> um, he's catching himself doing that earlier in the week. I do kind of piecemeal it out sometimes. Um, something big comes up and we have a big change of plans. Let's say I got to look at that right now. You know, I can't, I can't wait. Um, but I, I just kind of get a big overview for the month. I decide what projects I want done. This is what I'd like to do. I never get through all of them. I have yet to ever in right. my life get through all of them. This is what I try to explain to most of the men that I, my husband is also averse to wanting to plan because he says, I'll just look at everything exactly what Steve says and see how much I haven't accomplished. And it's like, that's not the point. The point is not to see what you haven't accomplished. The point is to get it out of your head exactly. and onto the paper. Exactly. This is for thinking, not for storage. Right. Your brain is right. for thinking. <laughs> said this a thousand times it's it taking that time at the end of one month to set up the projects for the following month to look at the the big events that we have going on mm. in the upcoming month then as each thursday-ish friday-ish saturday somewhere in there i'm not overly like this is my planner time mm. we have a four-year-old but nothing can be scheduled <laughs> <laughs> everything's on liam's time then pulling those things every week is easy it's super easy because it's already in a big list for the month. And I can just go, who has to be where on what days? Who can help drive and who can't? Is Mike home or is he gone? Here's my stuff I want to get done. And and then just just 
plow through it just a little bit every day. So run day. me through it. Run me through it. So it sounds like you have like a master task list going on with everybody's stuff in it in a list form. And then you sort of divvy that out into a weekly or monthly. What is your layout? What layout That do you is use? exactly right. For, for the projects, and it can be, that is not just my stuff. Projects can be, you know, home stuff for like the graduation party. One of the boys just graduated from high school. So that was, oh my goodness. Um, stuff like that is all in my um, lovely Shang Chen from DIY. Fish designed a set of pages about a year ago, I want to say. Um, and she called them version Carrie because she's awesome. <laughs> yes, people of the Plannerverse, Carrie has a set of inserts named after her. <laughs> when you get a set of inserts named after you, then you can be on the show as well. <laughs> the woman is brilliant. She's so brilliant. Isn't she? I love her. I, I love Shang. sent Shen. her this horribly sketched picture on like eight and a half by 11 copy paper this chicken scratch sketch fish this is can, is this possible you know I don't know how to do this can, can this look like this and then can we break that so it's like everything in your month and that all the events all the projects everything you want to get done so that's where I just dump and, and I, it's not all going to make the cut and that's right. okay if it's something that's really important and I know I'm not going to get to it this month it goes on a big kind of my big list is what I call it. And it sits there until I get to it, but it's not up in my brain anymore. Right. And then I look at that, you know, and go, okay, well this week we, we have to do the graduation party. So we have to work on that and we have to do the tennis match because that's such and such a day. But I'd also like to get these two videos recorded if possible, mm -hmm. or I'd also like to finish this book if, but you know, whatever the case may be. And you just have to take the big things and it's like a funnel. You just, you know, chip away at them, get them down into smaller and smaller and smaller tasks. For me, it's down to the day. I have to go down to the day and just what, what little thing can I do on this certain project for five or 10 minutes, maybe for the day. And, and then I generally have to walk away from it. I know you do Pomodoro technique, which is so incredible. And I was going to tell you that <laughs> that's how I get things done is in these little 15 minutes feels manageable. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It's right. Not, I have to pin myself to my desk for four hours now and knock this whole thing out. Your brain's not going to do that. You're not made. Nobody's made to work like that. Not, not happily and not contentedly. I'll work, but I want to work contentedly. We have Liam. So I have my own walking Pomodoro. Hey, <laughs> you haven't paid attention to me for 10 minutes. <laughs> He's a walking, talking little tomato. He is. He totally is. He will get, play Legos now. Okay, I guess we're playing oh, Legos gosh, now. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, so it, so it, it does, he kind of reminds me to don't overwork it either. But if I don't have a layout done to begin with, I don't have some kind of framework to begin with, I, I will lose so much work time trying to figure out what I should be doing rather mm. than just doing it. And that drives me crazy. <laughs> Isn't that the actual definition of what we were talking about earlier is being busy as opposed to being productive? Exactly. Being busy is spending time trying to figure out what you're going to be working on. And being productive is working on the things that you have already set up. And so planner planning would actually define itself as the busy time that you set up to delegate and break up your work so that you know what you're doing in what section of time. And then tackling it right Carrie yep. would you agree with I me I wholly yeah. agree with that I wholly agree I I get a, most of what I get done is done in those little sections of time mm -hmm. and if I haven't taken the 15 20 minutes and of course sometimes some weeks it is more if there's a lot going on or like I have a huge video I've been working on for three days now I wanted to just post it and be done but I have a list of links this long that I have 
to find. And I refuse to just post it without giving credit where it's due. So I have to just chip away at that and chip away at that and chip away at that. (laughs) And eventually it'll get done. But if I keep looking at it with the mentality of, oh my gosh, look at everything I haven't gotten done. You know, I I don't want to look at that list in in, in a negative way because I'll never finish it. Well, then it's debilitating, isn't it? You just sort of, it's like the the fight of Sisyphus. You kind of look at this thing and you're never going to succeed. You're always going to be failing as opposed to seeing it as how much progress you've made so far and how less you have to do as you get through your list. And I know things will always get added on, but that's life. I mean, what? You want to be dead? When you're dead, you'll no longer have a list. That's exactly I'm always going to have lists. Always. I'm never going to get through it all. But oh my goodness, I don't want to stagnate either. Now, you work for yourself, right? Or, or did I? You do, right? Do. You, you work for yourself. You contract your work out to other people. Mm-hmm. And as far as I remember, I think there was something about textbooks, editing textbooks or something like that's what I remember. I could be wrong. You are darn close. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's basically for kind of like online textbooks. It's a it's for a, a test bank for graduate level math students. So those kinds of math problems, we don't have keys on our keyboard to make integral symbols and all oh, that yeah. higher math stuff. So there is a code, just like we have HTML code or JavaScript or whatever. There is a typesetting code for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I do. I take those problems from like PDFs and look at them and code them so that they display properly online. So then graduate level math students, teachers can pull them for tests, um, People use them for um, placement tests into graduate level math programs so they can practice that kind of thing. So that's that's how that that's how that goes. That keeps that other part of my brain happy. That linear <laughs> analytical. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I mean, go, going back to the quote that we had with Tolkien about it does not do to leave a live dragon out of your calculations if you live near him. Um, in this case, the dragon would be trying to find. Uh, time slots to get your work done or the work would be the dragon I suppose and then calculations would be trying to find the time slots in which to get that work done and so how do you plan that out I mean do you actually find yourself sitting and working in parking lots oh yes goodness yes okay I just did that yesterday okay (laughs) (laughs) just yesterday one of the older boys is going away to university in the fall and he had placement tests yesterday and it was pouring rain So I thought, well, you know, I could drop him off at the building where the test is and drive 15 minutes. So there's 15 Mm. minutes of work time that I'm losing. Um, Sit for 20 minutes, haul all my stuff in in the rain. (laughs) Right. Work for 20 minutes, pack back up and drive another 15 minutes. Now I've lost half an hour. You know, I I just didn't see the point in it. And he kind of laughed when he came back out. Did you sit here this whole time? And I've got the planner open and I've got the laptop out and I've got the iPad propped up. perfectly happy. I'm you must have an espresso espresso machine in your car, do you? I brought a big bucket of coffee with me before we left the house yesterday. I could see your car. I'm, in, I'm envisioning, envisioning it right now with all sorts of James Bond buttons that the, just the dashboard and the consoles flip open and you've got all this gear, techie gear coming out of it. That would be fabulous. Oh, it's, it's like um, Inspector Gadget. I have an Inspector Gadget right. car. Inspector Car <laughs> Carrie Harling. <laughs> well, I would think that um, in being able to steal the moments, you're also contextualizing the process of planner planning. 
And so knowing that you've got to drop your son off for his placement test then allows you to say, well, I'm going out and the context would be outside, I suppose, in this case. What can I get accomplished whilst outside? Or do you do you actually split up your your um, to do list in in context? I do. Um, I, I less and less the more that technology has moved on because, you know, it used to be, okay, I need to answer emails. I have to be at the PC to answer emails. Correct. Yes. Now I don't need to be. I can do that anywhere. However, my contacts still kind of work the same way, except they are regarding more time or my attention span versus like the physicality of it, if that makes any sense. So I know that I'm not going to be answering emails while I'm standing at Hunter's tennis match. Not going to happen. I'm paying attention right. to my kid playing tennis. Yesterday is the perfect example, though. I could answer emails and comments yesterday because I was alone. I'm never all alone. <laughs> I was completely alone. So that was when I, I looked at those. I had made a list of stuff. Okay, I know I'm going to be sitting through two different exams with a lunch break in between. Mm. I'm not going to waste the time driving to go somewhere. That's just silly to me. I'm going to lose 20 minutes to 30 minutes of work time driving to go sit in a cafe. Not to mention there's also the time that you need to resettle yourself. Very true. And get your get your brain on track. So it's not just the physical movement of point A to point B, but then getting your brain and your body physically situated so that you are now settled and can begin the task of working, uh, becoming accustomed to the ambience, the atmosphere, and on, so on and so forth. I find that takes up a lot of my time when I try to settle in at a coffee shop somewhere. Exactly, exactly. And, and there's also the idea of I would have to be, like, I need to watch the time. I need to make sure I'm back in time to get him. Right. He's not six. I mean, he's perfectly fine waiting, but right. it's also pouring rain and horrible outside, and I don't want him to have to wait. So... I would constantly, there'd be that part of my brain going, well, what time is it? Oh, what time is it? Okay, I got time. Right. Why? Why do that to myself? So I did. He kind of laughed at me, but I did. I had everything with me. I knew what I could get done. I knew, okay, I'm going to be in the car. If I want to use the phone as a hotspot, I can, but I have videos to edit. Perfect. I won't get interrupted. So I had that nice, quiet, alone kind of mentality type of context. That's how my contacts tend to work now is what, what can I pay attention to um, hmm. without taking anything away from the kids or missing anything that's going on, or not having enough attention span to actually properly do the task that I'm setting out to do. So, right. Well, now, do you find, um, I, I hope that you are staying safe during these times, right? Because it seems like your attention is completely absorbed in what you're doing in your car. I would want you to stay safe. And yes. Oh, yes. Be mindful. Okay. I'm definitely one of those people who's always like, oh, it's going on over there. And you know, okay. What are those people doing over there? <laughs> They're walking hmm. through here for us. It's interesting, you know, and then I kind of, okay, we're good. It was not hot at all yesterday. It was actually kind of chilly here. So I could even sit oh, okay. with the windows up and I wasn't, by the afternoon, I was a little toasty, but in the morning it was, it was cold. <laughs> Well, so this is fantastic. I'd like to know a little bit more about being able to divide the work up so that you know you have it in workable chunks. One of the things I used to do, I used to travel a lot by airplane, and um, my commute was simply taking a taxi to the airport. That was it. And then I would have this long commute on the plane where I had a huge chunk of time where I couldn't use electronics depending on well, now, I guess you can. They're kind of iffy about that stuff still in some airlines. But what I used to do is I used to have this folder that's that literally was labeled to read while incapacitated on airplane. <laughs> 
So I had my read folder and I would just take all the articles that I had been saving and proceed to go crazy with them and read them while on the airplane because I knew I couldn't do anything else as I lay there hostage um, with the with the <laughs> flight attendants telling me I can't do this and I can't do that. Of course, if you have your planner with you, they never tell you to put that away. So so mind you, you can have your planner. True. <laughs> um, do you have something like that where you know, for example, and, and why I'm asking is because I find that if I want to be productive, I real I have to dedicate a certain number of time to a project to make sure that it's productive. Whereas if I'm working at my desk, 10 minutes of desk time is more productive than 15 minutes of car time. Oh. I, I've been in that same boat because of all the distractions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so do you, do you find that you have something like that where you know, okay, if I have 10 minutes, I know I can get this done, but I can get it done very well as opposed to 80%. Exactly. exactly. Done, right? Right? Very true. Okay. That is the epitome of sitting at a grade school waiting to pick up your child. <laughs> That's, I, for the, and I, this year we didn't have anybody in grade school, but it was the earliest pickup. So we had kids starting later and then Jack would get out earlier and I was working part-time out of the house at the time too. So I would get everybody to school, run to work, get out in time to go get Jack. And then I would have this like 15, 20 minutes of sitting. And I was still kind of like, it was run, 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 run all day. So I did, I had a huge notebook in Evernote that was my articles to read that Mm -hmm. I would purposely, I'd find them and go, oh, this is so cool. And I would make myself wait because I knew (laughs) that I'd be sitting Monday through Friday for 15, 20 minutes in the van waiting for Jack. And this was before we had Liam. So I had like nothing else to, to distract me as far as in the vehicle, but Mm. I could read an article. I, you know, it was searchable. So if I desperately needed it at another time, other than being sitting there waiting, I could find it easily. So I did a ton of like reading, note-taking, blog articles, things like that. I would even scan like paper, paper, magazine articles and upload them to Evernote so that I would be able to read them without remembering to have to have the magazine with me. Um, yeah, you notice that people, right? People of the Plannerverse, you can actually have an analog magazine and upload to Evernote. That is digital supplementing analog, not vice versa. Exactly. exactly. So, so keep in mind, you can always back up your planner to Evernote. I don't know why people don't. I do this. Oh, I don't me know too. Anyone else that does that, right? I mean, yep. if I, God forbid, if I lose certain pages, I'll go mad. I have to have <laughs> them available to me. And this way, I have a premium version of Evernote. It costs me, I think, fifty dollars a year, mm-hmm. and it's so much better than having to scan everything. Well, you can, even if you want to scan it, but just sitting there and having to scan everything. I just take a picture of it and boom, it's in there and it's readable and I'm very happy with it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where you have that, that idea of, okay, I I, I have all this pile of stuff saved. I want to get it read. I know I'm going to be sitting there for 15 minutes every day. So I'm going to wait, even though I want to read it right now, maybe it's quiet right now. I would be better getting that 10 minutes of desk time now. And I'll read that article tomorrow when I'm sitting at the school waiting, but it's always there. I can still get to that article regardless. Because and that's I have the beauty of, of planner planning, right? That's the beauty of contextualizing and saying, this is something I can do in the car, for example, or this is something where I have to be at my desk. And that's why I'm a big proponent of context exactly. and being able to, to say where the context exactly. is. So, Carrie, can you give us some tips uh, for the mother of 42 dragons? <laughs> what What is the one tip or two tips that you think uh, our listeners would like to know about handling multiple schedules? How can we keep our sanity? Um, my first tip, definitely my biggest one, 
regardless of how many kids, animals, other people's stuff, things you're taking care of, is to get stuff out of your head. And I know that's not like a big earth shattering tip. We all know it, but I know for a fact that we don't all do it. (laughs) And you will drive yourself crazy and you'll lose so many good ideas that are yours. If you're managing so many other people's things, It is so easy to find yourself feeling smaller or like you don't exist. And, and frankly, I mean, that's not on my family. That's not on Mike. They go out of their way. You know, they're great about that, but I will create this situation where I'm not getting any of my stuff done. So I start to feel unproductive and like, oh, I'm just here for everybody else. The only way you can fight that feeling of you're just here for everybody else's stuff is to make time for your own stuff. And if you're carrying it around in your head all the time, it is not going to survive. That idea right. will go. So get it written down. What get a get a piece of cardstock, fold it in half, and slap your post-it notes on that if it makes you happy. Yep. You know, whatever it takes. But you have to get stuff out of your head. That's- yeah, you have to. I I agree with you. I, I as far as tips for me, I think the biggest thing that I can help people or that would help people has helped me is being able to keep track of where I have placed this information because sometimes I write it down and I don't remember where it went. I just, I will search all through my planner. And one thing I've noticed is I've started keeping an index of where I'm writing things down. And that's why one of the other reasons I like uh, Fish's inserts Mm -hmm. is because the corners allow for color coding so that you can visually see on the side of the planner once you have a certain number of colors collected where a particular color code is being present. And that's Mm -hmm. why I color code. Because if I color code, then I can see where the information is. I can see how many health appointments I have during the week, or I can see how many times I've done something for the house. If I see too much of one color, then that means I've been imbalanced. Exactly. And I go back and I try to incorporate more colors. Exactly. So I also have, um, first of all, a big shout out to little Liam. Hi, Liam. (laughs) See, I'm giggling. Are you laughing? I hope you're laughing with me. I have a joke for you. I have another joke for you. I heard you like my gorilla joke. So I'm going to give you another joke. How do you hide an elephant? You put it in the cherry tree. Have you ever seen an elephant in a cherry tree? Of course not. See, it works. (laughs) See, I can't wait. (laughs) We're working on the gorilla joke. (laughs) I'm going to have a recipe. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Carrie, for joining us. I very much appreciated having you here. And thank you for your wonderful tips. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Where can we find you? I am at carryharling.com. Everything else, every place else out there socially, you can start from there. (laughs) Fantastic. And you can find me at Karina Tovmasian on Instagram, Karina Tovmasian on Twitter, and you can find me in the Streamline Life on Facebook. And if you're in Williamsburg, you can find me at the coffee shop. And now you know the improbability of what just happened in the Planetverse during this time-space continuum. 